this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Woke Bros. Of course, I'm your host, Big Waz, aka Wazney Lambray, joined as always by my partner, my brother, my partner for real, like the Wayans, Nando Vila. What's going on, big dog? Feeling good, just watching the empire crumble all around me, but feeling great myself. <laughs> Definitely digging the new specs. Very, um. These are. These are my old, these are my backup specs. They're not new. They're just my backup specs. My other ones are kind of loose. I need to get them tightened. Got uh, you. So. Yeah. Very, um, oh nine Williamsburg. Um, oh yeah. yeah vibes yeah. I'm getting from you early. The, the early it hipster back when they were still Puerto Ricans in yeah. South Williamsburg, y'all. Um, on today's show, <laughs> the New York times, <laughs> the New York times had a bombshell expose. Uh, I don't know how else you would describe this about the nature of Trump's tax returns over a span of essentially 20 years. Some deep reporting went to that. Some, some actually like substantive important mm. stuff came out of that. We're going to get into that and the difficulty of Democrats, specifically Democrats like Joe freaking Biden, um, sort of railing against corporate tax loopholes. It's like, whoo, 
the Democrats, mm. you, you can't make this stuff up. But first, of course, last night in the land of Jersey burners, I'm sorry, excuse me, in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, <laughs> the first of three planned, because after last night, I don't like I don't know why either one of these yeah. guys would agree to do another debate, honestly. Um, the yeah. first of three planned debates happened in Cleveland, Ohio. It was moderated by Fox's Chris Wallace, who is nobody's idea of like even like a a sort of moderate McCain type of Republican. Like this dude is firmly right wing. Um, he moderated the debate between President Donald Trump and Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden. Um, if you thought this was going to be a disaster going into it, you were right. It was just marked by President Trump interrupting Joe Biden, spewing lies about Democratic governors loving his response to the coronavirus. Um, just talk, you know, he's talking about cold country. He's he's just all over the place, extremely erratic. Um, at the end, of course, he talked about election fraud that he he's been spewing pretty much ever since the polls went completely against him. He started this line of rhetoric of mm -hmm. election fraud, but he has yet to produce any evidence of this, like not even an ounce or a shred of it. Even people in, in his own party are kind of like, yeah, we don't know what doofus is talking about. Like the it's everything seems to be on an up and up. Even courts have shot this down and said, sir, if you want to do this, you have to, produce some type of evidence uh of course what came out of it naturally because the media is so corny um the the biggest news out of it was that he told the proud boys to stand up and stand by or whatever the hell he said to do um proud boys of course being i guess the right answer to antifa which the idea that antifa is an arm of the democratic party is hilarious to me it's just so as a line funny. of just like rhetoric is just completely ridiculous. And Biden, of course, you know, it's Biden. He does have a stuttering issue. Um, he, You know, sometimes he has a hard time stringing together seamless sort of sentences, two or three in a row. So that was evident, of course, last night. I don't know that you learned anything about the, the candidates. Biden was sort of, you know, doing the Biden thing, running away from Black Lives Matter, uh, sort of holding his nose while talking about the Green New Deal, which that's what got him a, got him the nomination, quite frankly. So it's to be expected that he would sort of take that posture. And Trump not really offering much, right? Like sort of just saying, I did a great job with the pandemic and everything else is just great. Um, again, I don't, to the extent that there are people who are undecided, Polling right now suggests that independent voters are uh, favoring Biden by a 20 percent margin. Uh, I don't know to the extent that people are undecided right now, Nando, but I don't know how, you know, as Donald Trump, who's like, you know, he's kind of getting his tail whooped in the polls right now. I don't know how this debate helped that at all. And that's, yeah. you know, pretty much a good thing for Joe Biden. And even if it's a net neutral coming out of the debate that's good for the guy who has the big lead and i, I mean i don't know what to offer here and <laughs> it was yeah. a shit show well yeah i mean i mean you're right looking mean, america has become so neatly polarized right like i mean i mean america's always been kind of had divisions and things like that but they didn't they didn't um they didn't map neatly into kind of partisan politics the way it has in the last 20 or so years so 
you know, from now on, all elections are always just going to be base elections. It's all about turning up the base. So, like, you know, the pundits after the, the debate were, like, trying to do the pundit thing where it's like, well, who won the debate? Like, in terms of, like, did more people like what Trump said or what Biden said? And it's like... <laughs> You can't do. There's no. It doesn't matter. I mean, people who already like Biden are going to say Biden won the debate, and yep. people who like Trump are going to say Trump won the debate. And yep. and, and and the polls at like the immediate kind of polls um, where they ask people like who won the debate basically track perfectly with the overall polls, which is like you know B- the Biden. Yeah, won, I saw it was forty eight to forty one. Yeah, which is more or less like where the national polling is. Um, so, you know, really like all these elections now are just about about whether you can turn out your base uh, or not. And so in terms of like, you know, who won the debate, I mean, it's it's like one of these like kind of insane conversations that doesn't really matter. I mean, to me, the, the feeling that I was struck with is like, I could, my expectations couldn't be, couldn't have been lower going into the debate. And they were, and, yeah. and what was delivered was even <laughs> lower than that. And, you know, I, I, I watched the debate out of a sense of like, well, I, you know, I, I, I comment on the news, so I should watch the debate. But I thought, like, maybe at least I would have, like, some kind of morbid enjoyment out of seeing this, like, kind of insane spectacle. And and the feeling I got as I was watching, I was like, uh, no, I don't like this. this is, I don't like watching this. This is not – this isn't even, like, funny in an ironic way. I mean, there was some – It's gross. There were some, like, just so insane moments that I was like – I was like, you know, I, I couldn't help but laugh, like – I, I'm still laughing at Joe Biden's line about Antifa, where like Trump is like Antifa, the left, the, you know, it's Antifa. Someone's gonna do something about it. And Joe Biden goes, Antifa is not an organization; it's an idea. <laughs> like that's straight up for Vendetta. You know, like ideas can't be defeated. You know, but, <laughs> and like when, when you know when when Joe Biden was like attacking Trump, uh, he's like he's like you let two hundred thousand people die from the coronavirus, and Trump's like. Well, well, you would have left two million people dying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was it was brutal. It was brutal to watch. I mean, it was what what's to be expected. Trump is an insane right wing reactionary kind of pure resentment politics yeah. um, avatar, um, which is why certain type of people love him so much because he just fuels the resentment forever. Um, and and Joe Biden is just this kind of weak mediocre um totally not up to the moment response so that's what we got i mean and and joe biden did this thing that drives me crazy that a lot of democrats of his generation do all the time which is they always concede the premise to the republicans and then try to fight on their turf you know like when when Joe Bi- when Trump started attacking Joe Biden and saying like you you you're with Bernie you like socialized medicine you want to you want to you want to do the socialized medicine <laughs> Biden concedes the premise of like that that like any sort of public um, healthcare is by like de facto wrong and he's like no 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 I, I I promise you my plan yeah I have this thing called the public option but like I don't really want to talk about it the point is you get to keep your private insurance and blah 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 and it's like you're cons- you're making it seem like whatever it is that you propose is the, the bad thing and you're just trying to walk back and say like no, no 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 it's not it's not as it's not as crazy as you guys think it's just we're trying to sneak it in um and instead of just being like uh 30 million people don't have health care in this country uh 
thousands of people die every, you know, like pivot to the actual issue. Yeah, just they, what, they what, what's, what's wrong with what you see? Not like this socialism, like as if this guy is fucking Joe McCarthy and he's hauled yeah. you down to fucking Capitol Hill. Um, you know, and the last debates that we had were during the Democratic Party's primary. And those were more debates in the sense that you know, you got people like Bernie and I guess kind yeah. of Elizabeth Warren, like, yo, um, you know, we want to do this type of health care. This is why. And then you got the bodies who's like, no, nah, let's just keep Barry's thing and blah, 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 blah. And they're talking about an issue and yeah. kind of presenting ideas as to why they think one idea is better than the other. This was not that. This is just two dudes up there screaming at each other. Um, there's yeah. no debate about any policy. There's no like, man, what should we be doing about the stuff in the Middle East? Or, man, what what are we doing about climate change? Or, man, people are out of work. How do we get people back in work? Or, blah, blah, Like, it's none of that. It's like, well, I have a no, jobs plan for this. Blah, blah, It's none of that. It's you screwed up. You're terrible. You're racist. You won't condemn white supremacy and blah, blah. And again, I understand why people would be alarmed by the concept of Trump telling some, you know, nameless, faceless, private army of racist skinheads to stand, stand, uh, stand by. Um, and the concept that he's calling into question the integrity of the, the election. I understand that. I, I, I'm sorry for me from Trump. It just feels like bluster. Like all of his yeah. stuff is just bluster. It, it, it does remind me of him back in like, uh, April when he came out when the pandemic was basically at its peak and he's like wouldn't it be nice if we could you know um go to church on Easter Sunday you know and he yeah. was like we're gonna do it on Easter Sunday it's just chat this guy just yeah. chats he knows like he 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 knows that a lot of the stuff that he says gets his people excited so he'll feed him some red meat but it's just yeah. chatter dude it's just yeah. chat and like so when he attacked he attacked joe biden from the left like when chris wallace asked him about like racism and and black people support trump <laughs> immediately just goes like oh you're gonna talk to me about racism joe biden wrote the crime bill in 1994 which uh, put more black people in jail and he used the problematic term super predators to describe <laughs> like, what you know like am i having a stroke <laughs> <laughs> like this, this, that's like, not your argument to make. Yeah, and oh, we're gonna man. talk about people making bad faith arguments. Um, you know, they briefly touched on the tax stuff, which of course was met with fake news. Blah 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 blah. Um, and yeah, I just you know, I it was a big event. Obviously, most presidential debates are usually important. Like I remember. You know, Barry's first debate against Mitt Romney, where he got killed. He got creamed. Mitt Romney was, like, ready and, and, and yeah, kicked yeah, his ass, yeah. you know. And, and and Barry sort of had to parry and come back and things like that. Like, this isn't that. This just is no. not that. This is, no, like, it's a different world. A much different world, much different landscape. The candidates themselves are just like, you're talking about two people who take as far as Barack Obama and Mitt Romney, like they take the pageantry and the sort of Serious. stately nature of that office very seriously. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump does not. He's not. <laughs> and, and he's, and he's the one that's yeah. um, sort of 
dictating the terms of engagement, like the rules of engagement. Like he's the one that's doing the interrupt them and 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 make, saying crass things. So it's like this is it's just, it's a farce. Yeah, man. The the feeling I've I've had for a while now, and this is like not a particularly novel uh, insight, what is that? What America feels like to me right now is a state of exhaustion and decline that is so evident. Um, and it reminds me a lot of the late Soviet period where like no one really believed in the system anymore. Um, the system itself was so um, kind of captured by uh by the elites in the system that that they they, they could not regenerate itself like they so they, they kept on putting out these guys to be like the the premier like the, you know the general secretary of the communist party these like ancient fucking dudes who are like 90 years old and all died within like six months of becoming the president you know um and that's what this feels like now it just feels like our system which like in the in the wake of of these kind of momentous events like historic events, right? A, a historic pandemic that has killed hundreds of thousands of people uh, in the United States alone, but it's also like a global event. This this economic crisis, which is beyond anyone's wildest imagination. This, uh, you know, the the coming uh, ecological crisis, which we are seeing like half of the West Coast just up in flames. And, and people are rightly fired up about all of this. I mean, you're seeing like a huge social upheaval, which we've talked about, like one of the biggest social upheavals we've had in decades. And the, the will of the, the system is not able to absorb any of that and instead gives us this. Like it gives us this sad, pathetic spectacle of this like playground bully just badgering this poor old man, you know, like, I mean, Biden, like his face in some of those moments where he's just like, come on, man, just shut up. You know, like in his face, he just like, he would put his head down and he would kind of shake his head. And, and while Trump's going like, you're not very smart, Joe, you were last in your class at Delaware state, Joe, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like Bernie Sanders, I would speak you, Joe, you're going to lose the left, Joe. <laughs> just like bullying him and Joe's just like come on man just not picking on me like that's that's what we get to see that's that's who we're uh forced to choose from you know to be the guy who sits in the oval office with the with the ability to literally like blow up the whole world with the push of a single button and the authority to basically murder anyone in the world whenever they want with a drone strike like these two doddering old fools you know one of whom is like this like insane frothing at the mouth reactionary and the other one who's just kind of like limping across the finish line it's just it was it was sad and and bleak and before we we go on i want to i just want to briefly talk about the electorate because i think that's something else that comes out of this if you i'm sure on your social media it's the same thing it's a bunch of people whose basically their digital heads are exploding from watching that with the idea of just like how the fuck could you be for Donald Trump? Like, how can you be like yeah. a sentient, good faith person and be f- like, what can the reason be? Yeah. And, you know, I'm going through my social media and I happen upon a, a person who like a friend of a friend. We happen to be friends on social. This person lives in a very cosmopolitan city, um, is white, of course. And they're talking about Donald Trump. 
And, you know, basically support for Donald Trump. And I'm just like, yo, this is so interesting because somebody like this person who I've met, um, they don't profile as your typical Trump supporter, right? Like some hayseed Mm -hmm. from Indiana in camo gear and chewing tobacco (laughs) and whatever who wants to, you know, you know, you know who I'm talking about. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, it can't possibly be anything else but white identity, white aggrievement. Like, there's literally nothing else. Resentment. White resentment. Because they're like, Joe Biden, you can't make the argument that Joe Biden is somehow anti-business. Or he's not fiscally conservative enough. Like, he's going to just open up welfare. And he's going to do, like, you cannot make that argument about Joe Biden. And you couldn't make that argument about Hillary Clinton either. And so, and like, Donald Trump is not some, like, he's not for some guy who makes six figures at his job, right? Like, you make it, some people make like 120 at their job and they think they're fucking Bill Gates, right? And we talk about this all the time. Like, he's not for you either, Right. So (laughs) it can only be white identity and white aggrievement. And to that, I'm just like, what are we really supposed to do with that? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm watching this guy do post post after post on a story about Trump. And I'm like, realistically, if like Joe Biden is too left wing for you, I know what that really means. Yeah. No, it's 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 true. I mean, it's the logical endpoint of trends that have been happening for decades, which is that um, in order to uh, in order for Republicans basically to buy off voters with an unpopular economic agenda, because their economic agenda is always unpopular. I mean, poll after poll after poll, it's consistent and it makes sense. Like no one likes tax cuts for the rich. You know, no one likes deregulation of fossil fuel companies and well, and banks. Like people fucking hate bakers. You know, like everyone. That's like universal. But the Republicans need to offer a significant chunk of the electorate something. Mm-hmm. And what they offer them is uh, this sense of aggrievement and resentment, um, which really started around the 1970s. I'm actually reading a book about this right now by Rick Perlstein called uh, Reaganland, his latest. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Phyllis Schlafly, who they did that show on, uh, it's, it's, she was like kind of the, the one of the original kind of anti-feminist leaders. You know, she she was like a conservative kind of leader from the 70s, uh, basically an anti-feminist woman. Um, and she always started every single speech, every single speech she ever did. She started with, first of all, I just want to thank my husband for letting me come here. Like, you know, like she like the whole her whole thing is that like women need to be subservient to their husband and <laughs> right. ask permission and stuff. So, so I was like, I, I just want to thank my husband for letting me come here and letting me speak to you all. I always like to start my speeches with that because it makes the libs so mad. You know, <laughs> like that's that's their, that's that's it. their politics. It's that's just like, the, that's it. you know, own the libs because we hate the libs for vague reasons. You know, some uh, insert here for racism, uh, anti-elitism, uh, <laughs> whatever, you know, like. Right. But we hate the libs. That's and, it. That's, and, that's the and, unifying so, like, theme of everything. That, exactly. So like I mean, I mean you're seeing. Uh, I was I was this weekend. I was I was hanging out in a in a very Trump friendly suburb uh, uh, in Ventura, and um, you see you see these signs that are like um, you know Trump 2020 make the libs cry again. You know, kind of like make America. You know, like that's all they want. They just want to own the libs, and and Trump is amazing at it, which is why they love him. That's why they love their guy because he just pisses off the right people. And there you go. Um, and moving on to actual news uh, coming coming on the heels of basically this weekend. 
the New York Times report basically did a very thorough reporting of, you know, the ins and outs of Donald Trump's finances. <laughs> um, yep. Where he's invested in his money, um, the loans he's taken out, the income that he's actually generated, like they get into the nitty gritty. And basically what mm. comes out of it is that this guy right now is extremely highly leveraged. Um, and they're yeah. not sure how or why he was able to obtain any loan whatsoever because he's defaulted and, and, and filed for bankruptcy so many times that nobody, none of the New York banks would touch him. They wouldn't go, yeah. go near him with a 10-foot pole. And so, they, you know, essentially what you get out of it is like we don't know why or how Donald Trump could get $400 million in loans. Um, it, it, it just doesn't jibe with anything that makes sense. We know what his assets are and his liabilities are. Like, we don't understand why he would get that loan. But, of course, because I don't, I, I don't know, Nando. It's just it's, it's, it's funny to me. Like, what comes out of it is, I guess, in 2017, Donald Trump paid $750 in taxes in total. Mm -hmm. And that was basically yeah. the buzzword and the buzz headline. Like, yeah. you know, you paid more for groceries than Donald Trump did in taxes and blah, 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 blah. And it became this sort of, sort of, I guess, indictment of Donald Trump's tax paying, right? And so, you know... I go and I read this and I'm like, yeah, that, that is bullshit. Like it is whack the way um, yeah. sort of corporate entities get to operate when it comes to American tax law and tax codes. Like that's whack. There's there's no two ways about that. But, you know, I, I, the more I thought about it, I was like, well, this is important and this is something that you should be able to attack Donald Trump on. But can Joe Biden in good faith attack Donald Trump for corporate tax dodging? Like that doesn't, and yeah. again, we, and, and, you know, some well actually guy on Twitter was like, well, this is not like the, the, the tax laws of Delaware tax shelters is not the actual tax law that Donald Trump um, is exploiting here. But I, I'm like, that's not the point. <laughs> the point yeah. is like the rules under which um, Donald Trump is allowed to file his taxes that way were absolutely written by Joe Biden himself. 100% Joe Biden is why these he's a huge part of why our tax codes are written that way so the idea that Joe yeah. Biden would come along and diss Donald Trump for not even he like this certain maneuvers that he did that can be argued like that's fraudulent he can you know he can get penalized and maybe even jailed for it right like there's certain things that he did but the overall idea and spirit of what Donald Trump is doing is directly in line with the shit that Joe Biden has stumped for essentially his whole fucking career. And I pointed this yeah. out on Twitter, right? And of course, because liberals are way dumber than they think, a lot of people hit me with, well, Joe Biden has disclosed his taxes. He's paid his taxes. I'm like, that's not the point. It's not a comparison yeah. of Joe Biden's um, you know, personal tax return and, and Donald Trump's, it's like these rules didn't magically appear. And don't tell me Joe Biden yeah. hasn't been in government since 2009. He hasn't been a senator since 2009 because these rules didn't appear yesterday. They've been headed this way mm -hmm. for decades and Joe Biden is literally one of the main proponents of these types, these type of corporate tax dodges. And so I'm just like, even the shit that Trump completely stinks on, the Dems, the Dems can't touch him on it. 
You like if you're yeah. Hillary Clinton, if you're Joe Biden, and we saw this last time when Hillary Clinton tried to bang him on some of the financial services. He's like, bro, you you think we forgot about the two hundred fifty thousand dollar speech speaking <laughs> engagements at Goldman Sachs? Nobody forgot about that. Like you, you can't, yeah. you can't make this argument. You need to shut the fuck up about that. You specifically. And so for Joe Biden and, and like Joe, Joe Biden can't do it. Yes. Joe Biden can make the argument that Donald Trump sucks as a leader. He's dangerous. The military hates him. Um, you know, he, he fucked up the pandemic response. He's mean to Mexican kids, yada, 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 so on and so forth. There are things he can, you know, he can, he can hit Donald Trump. But something like this, like this is. This is part and parcel for establishment Dems. This is the shit that y'all love more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, th- when when this story came out, people ask me, you know, all the time, like, is this a big deal? Like, is this going to hurt them? And like, there's two ways to interpret that. One, in the absolute, it is a big deal. I mean, Donald, Donald Trump is like, deal. by any... You know, as even though like the most annoying libs in the world, like like you no, know, he's not even a real billionaire. Real billionaires don't act, don't like him. You know, and it's like Trump lives an objectively rich guy life. Like whether like how his money operates in the bank or not, like Trump flies around in private jets, lives in penthouse apartments, and uh, you know, like he lives a rich guy life. He's rich by any by any yep. definition of the term. Um, and the fact that he paid $750 in taxes, less than I paid, you know, like less than you paid, less than is, is an absolute moral catastrophe. You know what I mean? Like, um, but in politics, things are only a big deal to the extent that your opponents can use it against you as a political weapon. Exactly. Right. Things, (laughs) things in and of itself are nothing, you know? So you're right that the, that the Democrats are not very well positioned to them on it first of all because they're just as savvy as like obama was very savvy about this like obama knew how to turn something into a weapon you know there was no one remembers this but mitt romney also had a similar kind of tax scandal when it came out yeah when it came out he paid a 14 percent effective tax rate right and mitt romney's like a super rich guy and you know that that's that's a lot of money but like in in, in the in the relative in relative terms is nothing right a 14 percent effective tax rate is lower than most people Right. Obama was very savvy about tying that plus Mitt Romney's um, desire to let Detroit fail, plus the fact that Mitt Romney is like a private equity plutocrat. Plus to tie he has him this just air of waspy, arrogant prick to him already. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 so Obama was savvy about that, you know. Um, and, uh, but, but, but the, the liberal like response now, the democratic response now is a combination of like, look, see, I told you he wasn't even that rich, which is like the worst possible thing ever. Nancy Pelosi's, uh, uh, response to it was like, actually, I think it's a national security issue, which like, what? Shut up. You know, like it's absolutely like, shut up, <laughs> you know, just make him out to be a, the rich asshole that he is. He's getting, you know, over. make him that he's like a, yeah, it's, he's a gang. He's, he's a corrupt, rich asshole. That's, the, that's the message. People hate corrupt, rich assholes. That's just, that's universal. Um, no one gives a shit whether it's like a national security issue or not. Like no one actually believes that. So at the end of the day, you know, they're going to fumble this for, for the reasons you said that, I mean, obviously Joe Biden is like, uh, is, is deeply enmeshed in the system. I mean, like you couldn't pick a guy who was more deeply enmeshed in it. Totally. And, 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 and also the other point is that like 
tax avoidance of the kind Trump, you know, did, you know, basically manufacturing losses in order to, in order to like pay a lower tax bill, um, is something that like tons of rich people do. You know, like it wasn't that long ago that the Panama Papers came out and showed that there was, you know, in offshore tax havens, $30 trillion <laughs> sitting in offshore tax havens. That's money that is stolen from us. Yep. Right. Um, the rich fucking don't pay taxes because they have access to, you know, lawyers and accountants and things like that, that, that help them just lower their tax bill. Like, I mean, that's just at the end of the day, what, what he's just one of many, many, many people who do this. So tying him, not like, you know, the, the instinct that the Democrats always have with Trump is, um, is to make him seem like this aberration when he, when they should be tying him to a system, you know, he's the product of a system. Um, but they, but they refuse to do that. They refuse to do any sort of systemic critique uh, because they are themselves enmeshed in the system. One hundred percent. And and we, I bring this up because, again, you know, you can say what you want about certain people on the right not being able to be persuaded and yada 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 yada. But I think the Dems do themselves a disservice in that effort when it's just so fucking obvious. Where it's like, yo. Again, somebody like Pelosi specifically, it's like, dude, you yourself are rich as hell. And we know for a fact you don't live around no black people. You hold your nose when black people are around. Stop fronting. That's the that's the the number one sort of, I guess, like what that's why they feel like they want to own the libs. Like they see these people as phony, as fake, and as disingenuous. And the bottom line is, a lot of that shit is true. I'm sorry, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. Joe Biden cannot be the person to rail against Trump for his tax stuff. Like, it, like I remember people saying, like, to me, when I, when I mentioned this on Twitter, it's like, shh. You shouldn't be we shouldn't be giving the the GOP something to hit to hit Joe Biden. I'm like, do you think people don't know Joe Biden's record in American yeah. government? Like the people who he's allied himself with for the, the the you know the lion's share of his time in the Senate. Like we know who these entities are. It's the financial services industries. Like and again, like from Delaware. Like you know how many companies register in Delaware for this same exact reason you know and again like when they when you go out and you try to be like you know on the one hand i'm wearing kente cloth on the other hand i'm i'm <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm 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 very friendly with goldman sachs like yeah. it's not hard like I, I guess like there's this idea that you know the other side is full of complete and utter idiots and like yeah. how how else can you describe them if they're willing to fall for a charlatan like you know like excuse me donald trump but i mean in from their point of view we're falling for charlatans like nancy pelosi joe biden and hillary yeah. clinton like these people yeah. are they're like those people don't give a fuck about black and brown people those people yeah. don't care about poor and, <laughs> and working right. class people and they're right <laughs> exactly yeah. and they're right and i just I, I guess i was just sort of venting a just frustration about like there's certain things that are important like yeah. the, like the tax haven stuff like the tax avoidance stuff that you know politicians who care about um poor and working people should absolutely be addressing in something as important as a fucking presidential race right but when you nominate guys yeah. 
that just cannot effectively deliver that message. Because, again, I know, like, people think that credibility doesn't matter, but it does on some stuff. Like, yeah, I'm going to give you an example of credibility. Donald Trump's racism. His people believe it. His people feel like, no, 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 no. He's invested in the hate for non-whites. He has skin in the game, yeah. 100%. Like don't you can believe s- Mitch McConnell when he says that. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah, they don't believe Trump Mitch McConnell. Real. But Trump, yeah. they're like, no, 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 no. He's one of us. He has credibility yeah. in that, you know? Um, and so when somebody else comes out and, you know, when they talk about race heroes and, and social justice warriors, it's like, you don't got no credibility, establishment, Democrat, random X. Like, nobody believes you. You need more people. And that's why I think it's important, right? And that's why on Twitter, yes, I'm still a bitter Bernie supporter. Yes, I'm lamenting the fact that, like, yo, Joe Biden ain't the dude to attack Trump on this stuff. If anything, he's more like him. The not on this subject. It yeah. is just, you know, and it's just frustrating. You know, speaking of, of bitter Bernie supporters, uh, after the debate, uh, Bernie went on Jimmy Kimmel to talk about the debate. And even though Biden spent half of his fucking time uh, bashing Bernie and everything that he believes in and things like public medicine and things that would be absolutely good things for and and the Green New Deal, like Joe Biden completely distancing himself from the you know, the thing that's going to save us from planetary catastrophe. You know, Bernie went on there and, like, incredibly sincerely uh, defended Joe Biden, uh, stressed the urge, the, the, the need to to defeat Donald Trump, um, and also spoke, like, very eloquently about the real problems facing our country. And it was like, man, it wasn't that long ago that we were, like, debating whether we could get Medicare for all and get someone like Bernie in to, to like, unwind the American empire in a way that's, like, reasonable and civilized and can create a, a decent life um, for all Americans. Uh, and now, you know, we just have to just watch this, watch this, this grotesque spectacle um, that is going to solve nothing, you know, and it's just going to stem a little bit of the bleeding that already is, but is just like sticking your finger in the dike um, because, you know, the, the you, like what's Joe Biden going to do? Like once he gets in there, I mean, he's, he doesn't talk about anything. You know, he, he in theory has some plans on his website, but he never runs on them. Like he has a public option on his website, which would be like a decent reform. He hasn't said it like once in his, in his campaign. It's like on the website. Yeah. I don't know. Like, does that matter? If you don't campaign on it, like, what yeah, you, it and you, you saw know? he tried to run away from the court packing stuff. He, it's just, Oh my God. Yeah. Of course. It, yeah. It's, it's just the, the campaign has decided like, keep this guy in bubble wrap until November. Yeah. The third is that election day? I honestly don't even know. November third, yeah. November the third. Keep that man in bubble wrap and hopefully we can ride this thing on out. And of course, you know, get as many Wall Street people and insiders into government that we happen to like as possible. And everybody else could go suck one because nana nana boo boo. <laughs> You're not as fancy and as as important as us. And so, yeah, that's, yeah. you know, that's basically it. I know this was a pretty glum episode. There's, there's really no, no, no good Sorry, news to report uh, here. Well, Look, we got the heat. We got the heat. We got, we got, we got the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. The spicy Miami heat of, of <laughs> Nando's hometown of, of Miami, Florida. Shouts to all the South Floridians out there um, supporting the heat. Um... 
you know, I picked the Lakers the in only six. Thing, the only thing that's bring me joy. You got the Lakers in six? Yeah, I picked the Lakers. I just think they're over, going to overwhelm they're them too with much. talent. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. But the Heat are going to put a fight up, man. I don't think this is they're going to go out quietly. And so I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to this series. I think it's going to be incredible. Um, so yeah. that's our show for today, guys. Don't forget... Don't forget to subscribe to the Friday Mailbag. Uh, make sure you're listening to Cinephobe with Zach Harper and Amin El Hassan. Make sure you're listening to every single episode that comes out on the Black Opinions Matter feed, which is, of course, the original show on Mondays. Crazy Sexy Cool, Wednesday Sermon, Growing Up the Same. Um, just make sure you're checking all of those out. Of course, please become a Patreon of Count the Dings, man. It's with your support that we're able to put this great content together for you guys. Make sure, of course, you're listening to Let's Pod It Out, Nando's fantastic Entourage Rewatch Pod, which is one of the funniest freaking podcasts you can listen to. to. Um, We'll see you guys next week, man. Stay up. Remember, left is best. We're out of here.